We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. My man, Choice. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) You're on. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Um, So excited to do this. I keep kind of (laughs) nervous. Are you really? I would think that you're a pro being, uh, come on, a top producer. Oh, man. I'm such a, like, a. it's weird. I feel like on stage and in that, in that, Limelight, you know, I, I have this sort of uh, confidence, but outside of that, I'm very like to myself, um, just like I like to be low key, ordinary. But yeah, I, I have that 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 Leo fire at times when it comes to like my craft. <laughs> it works. It definitely, definitely works. Uh, for anyone who's just tuning in and listening, you're live on air with Stephen Cuoco. My guest today is not only just a, he's a good friend, but he's also award-winning. I'm just going to say it award-winning producer. You're a singer, you're a songwriter, choice, sincere Swartz. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Um, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, um, just for, you know, the time that, uh, we've had to like talk about so many different things um and you've really helped me along the way uh especially um really just getting to know myself even deeper and here's the thing it's great that when people come together at the right place at the right time and really with great energy and i want to thank you for that um it's an honor to be a part of your journey um part of your life you are an inspiration to me uh, even in our in-depth conversations, uh, well before this interview ever happened, um, it's you know it's been enlightening, even for me. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and I and I, it's like it, it's like I can't wait just to see what's to come out of this year. You know, it, it just seems like even with all the chaos, there's so much more greater ahead. And during this time, what has been happening with you knowing we're in a pandemic? We are both here on the East Coast. We know how much it's affected us out here compared to a lot of other states. Now, a lot of those other states are experiencing uh, like California, Florida, what we all went through, especially the New York area. What have you been doing? How have you been staying busy, proactive, keeping your emotional, mental health um, in, in check and to continue evolving and nourishing your creative spirit? Um. 
when it first started, it was pretty hard. Um, I mean, I really couldn't do much. Uh, everything was so slow. Work was very slow. Um, getting on projects was very slow. It was bad. You know, I was really, really trying to figure out how is current income going to, going to come at this point where we have this entire pandemic. Um, it seems like everything's shut down. Everyone's in quarantine. I was in quarantine for three months. I didn't go out. I literally stayed in the house and it was, it was really hard. Um, it was honestly a really hard thing for me. Um, and living, uh, you know, in the Jersey shore, um, things started to get progressively normal. You know, like right now, everyone's back at the beaches. Um, but being in the house for so long, I thought that I was under the impression that I'd be able to get a lot more work done, but I just couldn't focus. Um, I was having so many, uh, creative blocks and, I got to a point where um, I would go on runs, go on walks, clear my head, um, you know, because I, I feel like some of us um, don't really get the best inspiration sitting in a room for hours. I feel like for some creatives, it works, but some of us need to be out and about and really get the world, uh, you know, see the world, um, for inspiration. Um, and as things got back to normal, my energy got into this, this great shift. Um, a lot's been happening since then. Currently, uh, I've been working on my own music as well as like doing some other projects, um, making some reference tracks happen to shop those, to different artists and labels. Um, you know, I just really just got to a point where I, I had low energy and I finally got right back to, you know, the old me, which is work, 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 work. Um, the only, and, and, and it's weird because the only thing about it was I didn't have really much of a social life this past year and the, and the year before that, I, everything was dedicated to work. Like I, I was a workaholic and I really just didn't have much time to have friends. I wasn't going on dates. Uh, I mean, it was just like, you know, I've been just glued to just working. And um, I thought that all of it would just work out during this whole pandemic, but in the beginning, it, it just didn't. Um, <clears throat> and now, you know, I'm, I'm seeing that everything's just picked back up for me. And I feel like there was just so many different ways I was trying to make, you know, make it work. Um, and, and, and I think when I just stopped, try, stopped trying to force it and just let, you know, uh, just let the process just flow, Everything just worked out. I got back in the studios. I got back to work. Um, I got with a, a new management that I'm I'm so happy with. Um, and yeah, it, it's been 
it's been rough, <laughs> but you know, everything is, is, is getting back to, to a better, a better state. Um, the only thing that has at this point, I could say kind of leaves me in a, in a, in a, in a, in a rocky place is, um, with everything that's happened with George Floyd, um, Breonna Taylor and, you know, this fight for justice, you know, it's kind of like, even in that moment, it was like, okay, we're back to creating, we're back to music. But when this happened, it just, it kind of made you as a, as an artist or entertainer, or even just, you know, ordinary workers, it made us feel like, mm, maybe I got to take a seat back and just like, not work on anything, you know? So I, I had put my, my, my projects on pause um, and, and really was just like for the cause, going out, protesting. Um, and I feel like me personally, I've been able to now, um, after taking that moment, um, you know, to really stand for justice and, and, and you know, for, you know, my people as, a, as an African-American, um, I can have this balance now where I can still work but also fight for a cause, you know? With what is happening during the climate of our world, and you hit the box of nails through the board with one hammer swing on that, do you feel that or believe we as a nation, people of minority, are going to be able to see a much better world than what we've been living in when it comes to racism, um, non-inclusivity. Uh, Do you think that we're heading into a better or, or, you know, a direction that's going to get real results and this is not just going to be a temporary seasonal thing because we're in a pandemic, people are on, on lockdown, people are not working. W what do you believe we're going to get from this? I think it's going to get harder before it gets better. But I, I feel that because we never had this dialogue um, so much so in your face that we were just sweeping it under under the rug and it wasn't ever going to make it any better. It was just going to keep getting worse. But now that we are facing it head on, and I think in, in such for it to be in such a a big statement, um, this is what is going to create real change. I think that we will at some point, you know, progressively get to a much better um, state. You know, I think that with um, minorities coming up and being a part of, you know, um, contributing to the economy and fighting for, you know, equal rights, um, you know, and, and all the people that, you know, uh, that are a part of, you know, our civil rights movement. I feel that with all the help that we've been getting, um, we can absolutely, you know, make real change. You know, and I, I don't think that it can happen in a year, but the fact that people have stepped up and are forcing others to step up as well, 
you know, this is what it's about. You know, I've, I've seen what the music industry has been able to do in their efforts. I've been seeing what um, Spotify is doing. Um, genius. Uh, and even, you know, even other companies outside of entertainment, you know, that are stepping up and saying, you know, we need to pay homage to, you know, um, everyone that is a part of what makes America great. You know, for me, I, I personally look at America as it's, you know, it's, a, it, it's, America is an idea to me. And I, and what people need to understand, you know, people that are patriotic, I, I, I feel that coming into a country like America, everyone, anyone can be American, you know? You know, with our shared values, even things that, you know, we, we don't all have the same sexuality, the same beliefs, same principles. But even in the heart of diversity, that is what makes America great is our diversity, you know, um, and our rights to occasion when we want to fight for, you know, a group, you know, whether it's on same sex marriage, whether it's um, inequality. Um, as far as race and anything, you know, um, this is what makes us greater, you know, is, is challenging, um, the opposers. And I'm not, as you know, the media is back on the coronavirus, so I'm not seeing a lot on the news when it comes to protests. What is happening down in South Jersey, the, the cities nearby, are there still protests going on? Um, and well, I'm in Central Jersey, but there's definitely a lot of protests still happening. Um, because you know, it, it's almost like the way Governor Cuomo put it. You know, we we got a pandemic, but now we have this unfortunate um, situation where you know police officers are killing unarmed black men um so now it's it's like we're still in a pandemic but even even here we're, we're not allowing that to overshadow you know our message um so people are still going out protesting you know every day i'm seeing signs up black lives matter um yeah and you know um now, even with the the whole chaos with 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 you know Trump, uh, his he's trying to pull back same sex marriage and uh, transgenders not allowing to adopt and you know it, it's just it, 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 it it's like it's it's only making people spiral even more you know so people are really not allowing COVID to silence uh, the message. Do you believe, and if I'm putting this correctly, Choice, that we are in a perfect storm to show? Oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, we're, we're we're definitely in a perfect storm. Tell me why. Uh, I feel like we're in a perfect storm because. Sometimes you, you really gotta 
you gotta you, you, you gotta show the ugly before it gets beautiful, you know. Uh, I think that we have to we have to show the deeper the the deeper part of what is a part of this country because there's a lot of bad um you know there's a lot of things that are corrupt in 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 this society um and when you're facing these things it's not always going to be you know easy um and so there's going to have to be you know riots and fights and putting your voice out you know to really um push and um i just think that you know uh with anything in life you know whether it's you're in therapy with your family and you know you're in a dysfunctional family things are always going to have to get harder and 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 worse and in a perfect storm before you know you can overcome those things and get to a better outcome i agree yeah you know when it Mm -hmm. when it comes to the entertainment industry and you know i'm not going to hold back by saying it. it's something that's been discussed many many times and over again there is still racism going on in the entertainment oh yeah it is you know it is um mm mm-hmm no, I was going to say with Spotify, what they're doing, um, uh, other platforms, do you believe it's going to finally change? I, it's, it's tricky because if I, if I want to be honest, I can honestly say that not everyone is doing this out of being purely genuine. I'll, you know, some of it is okay, let's not look like the bad guy. So let's just, you know, look great. <laughs> you know, like, let's look great for the media and say we support, you know, um, Black Lives Matter. Um, and then you got some people that, you know, are kind of like bouncing around, you know, being openly uh, outspoken about Black Lives Matter and support. And then they're kind of just like playing both sides, you know. Um, and I think that in the music industry, you totally have people like that. Like you have some people that are very genuine that really want the social change. And then you have, you know, some place, some, you know, some that are just doing it for the look or doing it so that their employees can just get on with, you know, their jobs. Um, And that's a problem, you know? Um, But I think that, you know, even with like the, the Grammys, um, the Recording Academy, you know, they've made their efforts. They've actually changed um, how they're going to be going about um, different categories for for, 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 for nominations. Um, I was told that they changed, um, instead of calling it uh, Best Urban Album, uh, they're calling it best progressive album or something like that but they're you know they're changing terminologies um you know and i and i guess like with anything in 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 our society you know over time that you you change uh 
certain terms, you know, because we're moving into a more progressive um, place, which is honestly, uh, you know, a, a good thing. Um, and it might come up, you know, and it might be phony, but for the younger generation, at least they can get into a different system of belief, you know? So even though it may be phony for the music industry to be doing whatever they're doing as far as like not supporting or showing genuine support, um, even if they're just making an effort to just sweep it under the rug or to just, you know, have this attitude where it's like, let's just hop on this bandwagon, you know, because it's it's the new trend. Let's just do it for them, make it sweet. At least what can come from that is the younger generation can live in under the impression that this is a new uh a new way of uh of seeing things, you know, this is like I don't know. It, it, it's it, it's so much because um, I just feel like racism is so complex and there's so many layers to the complexity of our country um, and, you know, the inequality here. It's so complex. I believe people will find their true voice once, whether you want to say government, society, community, gets out of the way of having to define themselves, their communities, with a title. Yeah. We need to begin with the name first. We need to begin to want to understand and to know who you are. You are choice, sincere Swartz. It's irrelevant that you're a black man. It's irrelevant um, that you are whatever people or society wants to define you as. Yes, you're you're an award-winning producer. You are nominated for many awards, many accomplishments. But when we get down to it, the question, the number one question needs to be is, who is choice? And there is no color to that question. There should not be color to that question. There should not be uh, sexual identity or references to that. It's irrelevant. Yeah. And I think that once we get to that, we can really see a real um, change, you know? Um, but if we look at the younger generations, um, I see it, you know, uh, my little cousins that are, you know, 12, 11, 15, even, even 17, you know, like they have it totally different than when I was growing up in grade school. Um, a lot more accepting, a lot more accepting, um, And I I think that as we start showing true love to one another and we judge people not, you know, just like you said, you know, not by the color of the skin or, you know, their their politics, but, you know, who they are. That is when we can live in a world where we are defined by 
our actions and words and who we are as a person rather than, you know, our skin and our religion. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm not a history buff in this area, whether it be when the census first started or whatever it may be. I just believe that, you know, and I'm speculating here to see if we go back however long it goes. I don't know if we need to ask Alexa or what. That's it. Alexa, <laughs> when did the census begin? The first U.S. census was in 1790. 17. Article 1, Section 2 of the American Constitution. All right, Alexa, be quiet. <laughs> 1790. <laughs> She's Alexa, be quiet, please. Turn off. <laughs> Sometimes it can get dangerous asking her a question. She just goes on. <laughs> 1790. So here's the thing, choices. Like I can see where possibly it was with good intention to be like, hey, let's let's find out how many people we have or let's find out the demographics of this and that and everything else. Well, However, um, it got out of control. Well, you know it wasn't for good intention. I, I everything was yeah. with a, an agenda and and that's the problem is the country was built on capitalism on racism on inequality and so that's you know that's why I you know I I, I stated that we're going to have to go through a lot to really bring a real change because it's Racism is a part of America. You know, these things are embedded in it. You know, this is the history. The, the, these are the origins, you know, and that's something that can't be changed is the history. So it's going to take. It's going to take a, a long time, you know, um, and, and, and the census is so important because that is a that is a systematic form of you know, just an element of racism in itself, you know, because it, it, there's an agenda to it. And that's why they, they are urging minorities and blacks to, you know, fill out the census because when we don't, it, it it's not, you know, it, it affects us in, 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 a, in a poor way. Um, you know, so unfortunately, there are some things that we we really just have to like take advantage of and 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 and, and really um, learn our legislation, you know, our laws, um, learning the system, understanding it much better, so that we can really uh, pr- you know make a a, a a great change economically and and socially uh, for the most part. If you feel like answering, do you believe there is a long-term por- purpose for, let's just say, you know, the United States, our nation, to understand the demographics of people's household, their income, their race, certain preferences? Is Do you really believe that there's going to continue to be a meaning for that, say, 50, 100 years from now? Um, I think so. I mean, because there's this basic principle of control, you know, there's this basic practice of maintain the rich, um, you know, white supremacy, 
um, keep the poor poor, um, you know, and I think that a hundred years from now that, you know, that won't change. Um, and as a black man, I've, I've even, you know, just have been able to see what it's done to my people. Um, yeah, we got, you know, successful ball players coming out of the projects. We got successful singers, entertainers, and, you know, we got, you know, we got some success coming out of the community, but as a whole, as a group, a lot of us are still at the bottom and there are so many um, things set in, in, in place to maintain that, to keep that control. And that is why it's so important for us to get, you know, major public figures to speak out, to, to be a part of, you know, this movement, because, you know, we're getting buried. I mean, as, as, as a, as a, as a, as a people, um, and, you know, it's, it, it's, it's likely to, to continue on if, we, if we don't start now, um, and I mean, and, and that's just how I personally feel, you know, I feel that, um, you have some African Americans that don't see it that way, and you know they're they look at it as well. You know, I'm good. I've done my thing. I, you know, I can't speak for everyone else, but I, you know, I'm out of the the, the loop. But as a community, you know, and, and and there's so many um different communities within the Black community, but when you really look at it, you know. In this country, you know, we have come from struggle, uh, and that was to be sure that we, you know, we could not, as a whole, come up much higher as a majority, you know, uh, economically and socially. My understanding... And I want to thank you for sharing and being transparent. My understanding is anywhere a group of people, one person can get help, whether it's welfare, health care, uh, military assistance, government assistance. If there's a way, two areas, this is just my thinking. Mm-hmm. If people, uh, because as far as I'm aware from what I remember, you know, from school, taxes were supposed to be temporary. They were not supposed to be long-term. But you got to figure everything, where the problem is, everything turned into an economy. Military is economy. Sickness is economy. Poverty is economy. Prison is an economy. The the powers that be, when it comes to taxes, when it comes to assistance, when it comes to aid, if it was just left as a temporary resource to help to prevent preventative care, a long-term problem, and not turn it into an economy and create an economy from it, I believe we wouldn't be in a situation. But we all know that sickness, welfare, prison, prison, 
Prisons an economy. Major war, war is an economy. Military yeah. is an economy. We are talking about people's lives, and everything's been put to a dollar amount. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, and and the tricky thing about welfare, and you know, all of these different government assistance that you know. I, even for me, um, as a, you know, as a black man in my community, I know that a lot of people in my community, you know, um, have a history, you know, because of our great grandparents, our great, great grandparents, you know, um, coming out of slavery, you know, we're on welfare and all, all of these different government assistances, but those things also can cripple you you know those things can also leave you dependent to where you never find the independence to come out of that poverty because there's a system to keep you dependent on welfare so that you can't reach a a, a certain income um you know uh i wasn't born into a wealthy family you know uh my mom struggled. My mom and dad really, really, really struggled. Um, I didn't have it. You know, I was poor and we were on Section 8. And that system is not easy living in Section 8. It, it's really, really not. Um, and it they make it so that you can't get out of it. Like, they make it so hard, um, you know. I mean, even just not being allowed to have, you know, you got to have be a single parent mother to get help or more help. You can't have a father in the household because they won't give you anything or give you any help because you have a, a, a father. So that leads a woman to just, you know, stay in the care of being a single parent mother. You know, so there's this there's so many different layers of breaking a family. You know, and and it 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 affects the black family most. Um, you know, and 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 it's like the welfare and and all of that. There's some good in it, but then there's also bad in it. You know, and I think that when it comes to this country, when it comes to our society, there's a good and bad side to a lot of things. That we might see as, oh, you know, this helps. This, you know, this this is going to work. But part of it can also have a negative effect. In all of your success choice, do you worry or is it ever in the back of your mind, the front of your mind of even with all of your success and accolades that you're going to end up like your past or you may be limited to where you've acquired and accomplished everything that you have and there's no room to move forward and up? No, no. I, I, with me, I, I definitely believe I have everything it takes to, to really um, do more and become more. Um, you know, and that's just, that's just my belief system, you know, and that's just what my mom put in me, like just having that drive that, 
anything is possible. Um, and I'm not going to stop until, you know, I keep going and I can accomplish more for my community, for poverty, um, everything. You know, someone had asked me a question, I, and I get this question asked a lot. You know, people ask, what is my, uh, well, not what is my calling, but they, they always ask me, when did I find out music was my calling? And I always tell them, music is not my calling. You know, music is, it's just, it's just something that I was just blessed with. You know, it was, it was something that I love, um, I, I'm passionate about. But for me, music is not my calling. Um, and so my, my, my biggest achievement is to really contribute to helping the world, you know, and I want to do that financially. I want to do that going in my my damn self with a with a helmet on <laughs> and you know making some things happen you know that is my biggest goal is you know to really accomplish a lot you know as a humanitarian um and and to do a lot um and you know for me if i can be a revolutionary in the ways that tupac was um, Malcolm X and, and, and so many others, um, to me that I, I, I feel like I personally reached my highest, um, purpose, you know, is it, really, um, doing everything that I can for those that don't have a voice, um, and don't have the resources. And I've been writing that in my in my notebooks and my journals for years like these are things that i've been thinking of since i was in elementary like i i tell you no lie like i like since elementary i've been just writing out my life and how i want to you know really get to a point where i can do so much um and i know that it's not going to be easy you know um and i think that you can't go in gullible and i even think that everything's going to be perfect, perfect, you know, um, because everything wasn't, you know, perfect me coming into, you know, what I've been able to accomplish so far, you know, it's a lot of setbacks that you go through. And even when you are at the top, you still have setbacks. Um, so, you know, uh, for me, I, I, I definitely believe that I'm going to reach, you know, my highest um purpose you know um i don't have a goal of being a billionaire or anything like that but i definitely have a goal to make substantially a whole lot of you know money and to reach so much success to you know build my legacy um add to you know my family legacy and just the world, you know. It's a lot of kids out here that that really need, you know, um, the resources. And even in my own community, you know, like I can't financially at the at this point, you know, do all the things that I want to do in my in my hometown. But I'm taking the initiative to be a part of the community foundation where you know I'm I'm coaching um, basketball from third grade to high school and you know i'm, I'm uh, working with those kids every well 
course, because COVID now, so I can't really be doing it now. But um, before COVID hit, you know, I was every day of the week, well, as far as Monday to Friday, I was in the gym coaching those kids, you know, and not because, yeah, I love basketball, but really just to change the attitude. Because to me, that is that is where I'll find success is when I can really instill motivation and a better sense of what life really has to offer. Because a lot of these kids where I come from, they live in a bubble, you know, their reality is totally, oh my God, like they have not seen the world or or been to certain places, you know, that tells them, yo, you can become something like great in a sense like you can be a doctor you can be a lawyer you can be you know a a a a big time investor you know um you can accomplish anything and a lot of kids where i'm from don't have that that mentality you know they kind of sit in this sunken place and it's a generational curse so for me i have to be in my community and 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 really um change the the attitude of them and Sports is just one way where you can build that connection with kids. Um, you know, um, and I, uh, I'm actually starting a fundraiser uh, for the homeless. I'm working with um, nonprofit organization um, Crescent Heart, uh, which is based um, up north um, in New Jersey. I can give you more information, uh, Steve, on that because we'll be starting. Um, during this month but yeah sorry i, I keep like <laughs> running on no that's right drop some gems on that what's the info do you have it um so right now i don't have all of the details because we're still coming up with our campaign um i just have to get everything finalized so that we can start promoting it um through instagram getting ads made um, so I will definitely keep you up to, to date on that. Um, but you can go on the Crescent Heart um, Foundation. I got Instagram. it right here. Yep. www.cresthearts.org. Once again, triple W, yes. Crest Hearts, C-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-R-T-S.org. Yes. And you can go right there and... Everyone will be able to get, you know, um, updates on how they can help. Um, we were, uh, well, before I had started um, working a partner with them, um, they were giving out um, small kits, you know, with certain things inside, you know, for the homeless, where, you know, they can have um, good hygiene, um, toothbrush. And, and things that they would need during the uh, the pandemic, um, which I thought was really nice. Um, so it wasn't really a, a, a time where, you know, you could send clothes because um, that's what I wanted to do originally. But um, I had to find, you know, other ways to help. So if you go on the website, you can see other ways where you can, you know, contribute and, and, and donate. Yeah, I see that here. And I like um, 
their mission statement. Some of the most fundamental human needs are to feel safe and healthy. We at Crescent Hearts Foundation are dedicated to assisting people meet their most basic needs so that those in poverty and or experiencing homelessness can focus on getting back on their feet to achieve achieve long-term goals. We are inspired by Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which theorizes that people are unable to focus on any higher goals than their current level unless their basic needs are met first. That's so common sense. Thus, if one's basic needs are not met, it leaves an individual incapable and often unmotivated to attain a higher level of goals, which are jobs, security, sobriety, mental health, and self-actualization as depicted on the pyramid to the left. And I really like that pyramid where it breaks down the five levels of self-actualization, self-esteem, love and belonging, safety and security, and psychological needs, which are breathing, food, water, shelter, clothing, and sleep. Yep. I like this. I'm glad you, you you dropped that good gem. So they're at 60 Main Street, number 72, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 07095, and their phone number is 609-616-2177. Once again, 609-616-2117, and you can email them at info at cresthearts.org. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And they are a 501c3 tax-exempt organization. You are welcome. What are your thoughts about the about Andrew Cuomo recently announcing the MTV VMAs are going to be uh, happening? Did you hear about that? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I honestly don't feel no way. Um, I was surprised though. I, I, I was shocked. I was like, "No way, nah, they can't be." But. Yeah, like, how the heck are you going to be social distancing? Or like, like I would want to get my media pass for this. I got it last year. I would like to get it again. But my thing of it is, is how is this going to work? Am I going to go to New York? Um, how how are we going to take photos? Do the red carpet? Uh, it's like really, really interesting. I want more information on this, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't have enough info on it either. Um, I think people are just done with 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 being in social distance. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like you know, for some people, it's it's eating away their pockets, not you know, being able to do the things that we 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 love most. Um, I, I I just I don't feel no way. I was just surprised, though. Honestly, I was I was like, that's crazy. See what happens. I like I said, uh, I got to contact them to find out about acquiring my credentials for this year, and um, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do um, if I'm even going to attend. Because as you know, I, I don't know about your location. You know that I'm here in the northwest near the uh, Pennsylvania border, and uh, even my location, it's not easy getting into the city, whether you're taking an Uber or you're doing public transportation. I mean, just two hours alone, give or take, depending on traffic on what, 78 or 80. 
uh, just to get in the city. And that's not including, okay, you're dropped off at the Port Authority. Uh, now you got to get what, a bus, the metro? Mm-hmm. You got to do so. Mm-hmm. It can take up to three and a half hours just to get to one destination. And that's not including then coming back home. I love living yeah. on the West Coast. I'm going to tell you, as much as I'm an East Coast person, West Coast, it is so easy, easy, easy to get to where you want to go, no matter what form of transportation yeah. you decide to take. That's the only thing I miss. That's yeah. That's what I like most about about, about the West Coast in, in, in LA. <laughs> that's that's the only thing. Um, and and it's not humid. <laughs> no, and anyone who complains about LA traffic, trust me, if you're on the highway. You don't know Los Angeles. Get the Waze app. Use Waze. It will take you on all the back streets. You will be super impressed when yeah. traveling in Los Angeles. Use the Waze app. You'll be like, this is you LA. You don't have to use the freeway. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, did, I had to use the freeway once, but I got quickly on. Mass track traffic. But I got quickly off too. Not that the Waze took me there, but I'm going to tell you, that app is... I'm going to say an LA app. You need that for LA. Yeah. Uh, who's been your favorite artist or, or project that you've ever worked on? Mm. Favorite artist or project or project. I want to start with favorite artists. Um, okay. Uh, there's a lot, but I'll I'll name the ones that um have currently, you know, just definitely has been my vibe. Um, so I'm gonna say uh, Eric Bellinger. Um, I love Eric. Um, I relate to him on so many levels when it comes to music. Um, and I love the song that um, him and I had did. Um with an artist that I was working with. Um, it's called Anything uh, by Jules. Um, it's been out since last October, but I love that song. Um, so I'll say Eric Bellinger. Um, Ari Lennox. I love her. Um, I love Lucky Day. That's another favorite. And... I'm going to say my best friend, Susie. Um, she's from Jersey. Susie's an amazing artist. Um, she's been doing this for, she's been doing her thing for, for, for a while now. Um, and, and, you know, she's still, still killing it, still coming up. Um, my favorite project. Hmm. Favorite project I'm going to say is one that I'm still currently working on, uh, which is my own project. Um, I'm going to say, because I I currently have like six projects right now that I'm working on, but my most favorite one, I got to say, is Proverbs, my, my, my project called Proverbs. Um... Because for me, it, it's so personal. Um, it's, it really just shows my most vulnerability. Um, yeah. But Ari Lennox, Susie, Lucky Day, and Eric Mellinger are definitely um, my favorite artists. Uh, 
that I've been uh, listening to a lot lately. What's your favorite song that you did with him? Uh, anything. Yeah, it's anything um, with Jules. J-U-L-Z. Um, you can tune in and watch the music video on YouTube. Um, it was co-produced and co-written by me. Um, one of my favorite songs. Because, um, you know, it, it, Eric was like my favorite artist since like ninth eighth grade and um finally able to have the pleasure of working with him um that was dope for me um that was like really dope to have him work with me and an artist that i was managing at the time um because i specifically wrote that song for jules and eric um i was like yo I think this would be a really great idea like if if you and eric do this song together um so i did that song and eric loved it <laughs> he wanted to get on it and you know we talked to the management um and we just made it you know we made it happen um and for me that was that was that was really that was big for me i got it right here let's see Yeah, Jules is young. He's a young kid. Um, you got to look out for him. He's kid. He's he's coming up. He's a dope kid. He's uh he's from Jersey too. He's from uh Eatontown, New Jersey. He has a new single coming out July 11th called Bad Habit. Um, really great song. How do you make a video think, you know, that stands out? Sorry about that. Go ahead. On <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, you just came out with a song. Uh, it's coming out July 11th. Bad habit. Bad habit. I'm writing it down. Bad, and that's by Jules. Yep. Jules or I need more Jules. You can call him I need more Jules. Or you could just call him Jules. Young kid. He's 16. Hey, do you think he'll want to ever be a guest on a show? Oh, absolutely. Think you can make that happen? Yeah. All right. Let's take, you want to listen to uh, anything? Uh, Sure. <laughs> we can listen do you? To it. Yeah. Come on. This is about you. I mean, let's, this let's is what do you, it. Yeah, all right, let's go. I, I just found the video. She my speed, that's my girl, she my world, rock with me. I got fast, let's make more, she need me, that's my girl. Hold on, wait a minute, my little baby Spanish. Famos bank amigo, it won't be no limit, yeah. Why you sell bags, no, I paid her for you. Take her on a date, she don't want to be free. She don't, don't, don't. Give her what she likes, that's her intuition, yeah Settle for a hug, that's how she make you it work for it I've been losing sleep, tryna pull up She said, wake up, baby, you're spending too much I got a good girl, follow my baby, I trust She got a good heart, she be working for love I got a big bank, I'm about to spend it on her She knows I pay just for anything She knows I pay just for anything she knows that page is for anything. She knows that page is for anything. Baby, if you like it, then I love it. Yeah, I'ma keep on spending long as I could touch it. Yeah, yeah. You already know I got a budget. Gone and point it out. It ain't nothing. Ooh, girl, I know your feet hurt. New 
what you deserve. I pay the cost to be the boss. I got the drip, you got the sauce. Imagine what could happen if you put us together. It'd be like raindrops in the ocean couldn't get any wetter. Plus, I got cash, I got bread, I got hella ends. Let's book a flight overseas. You can bring your friends. She said, Wait, go. Baby, you're spending too much. She got a good heart, hey. shawty be rockin' for love oh. I got a big bank, yeah. I'm about to spend on her She knows I pay just for anything 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 She the gold, that's my wave, we the gold She relate, caught a vibe, she my type I need more, all the time, all the time she knows she got it, she my type No, I wouldn't play a girl, no, it's here to stay Yes, baby, can I be your case? And we ain't got a rush in any way Baby, can you hear what I'm saying to you? I'm trying to make you relax Take off all that weight you got holding on you Get the basics if I gotta show you. I'll show you. Bags, Gucci bells for the show. Yeah, yeah, she said, Wake yeah, up, yeah, baby, you're spending too much. Yeah. I got a good girl, yeah. my little baby, I trust. Baby, oh, I she trust. got a good heart. Hey. Shady be rocking for love. Rockin for I love. got a big bank, bank. I'm about to spend on her. Spend she knows I pay just for anything. She knows I pay just for anything. She knows I pay just for anything. She knows that page is for anything. Ah, yeah. That is, that, was really, vibe. that is really good. I love the video. Video Thank was you. done really what, well. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Shout out to director Brazil. Brazil um, filmed it. Um, and, you know, what? the reason why that's like my favorite is because... One of my favorite songs is because just with me, when it comes to like songs that I've worked with, I mean that songs that I've I've worked on, um, when there's a when there's a history behind it and a personal connection behind it, it it makes me really, really, really get more attached to it. Um, Jules was the first artist that um i managed like i i was new to managing i never wanted to be a manager um it, it just happened um and i met jules when he was little i met jules when well when he was smaller <laughs> younger uh i met jules when he was 12 um wow and it's just been amazing to just develop him to finally release his first single to see it do pretty well um to keep it's still doing well. Um, you know, we're about to have it redistributed now through Empire Records. Um, and the fact that I have grown this strong relationship with him and his family, um, and just watched him develop, you know, his voice is maturing now. He's got a little mustache and beard now. <laughs> um, it, 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 it really is, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, when you're like raising a kid, uh, it, it's like you just build this foundation, um, you know, and, and, and it's like honestly a blessing to like, you know, been able to 
work with Jules and to continue um, helping him in, in his growth um, as an artist, you know, and get him at the at the at the the, the point that he really wants to get at, um, you know. And not every art, you know, not every kid, you know, can say that they have a, you know, a song with a major artist, you know, I mean, these are things that, you know, him and I uh, would just manifest together, like, Jules, like, I can see you doing a song with this person, I can see you doing this, and Jules, we got to do this, and I remember the first time, um, you know, he got to go to LA, we went to LA, um, well, it wasn't his first time being in LA, but it was his first time working on music in LA. Um, especially with like major producers and other major songwriters um, and taking him to Atlantic Records and Warner and Capitol. Um, you know, it was just, it was such a great time. Um, and then being able to just do that song and, it, and the song just came out of nowhere. It was like one of my producers that I work with, um, shout out to Lovey. Um, he goes by Lovey. His name is Jack McGraw. He's from Australia young young guy um he produced the beat um sent me it and i just like something just popped in my head and this is a, was at the time eric had just did a song with chris brown and i was just like you know summer i'm just feeling like this has to be a fun bop um and i you know i presented jules the song and it just it just came out nicely um it was it was really really fun. Um, I think I think that's gonna honestly always, you know, be a favorite of mine. That song. It, it was really really well done overall, and I encourage everyone to check out the video. And I did give it a thumbs up on YouTube. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I gave it. it. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, he's got a great look. He looks Jersey. He looks Jersey yeah. in the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, and as you said, Choice, he's not with the major label right now, right? No, no, he's independent. That is insane. And you know what? You guys are doing so much. I had a conversation uh, with Carlene Graham. Um, Carlene is out of the UK. She's uh, before quarantine. She's on the, or was on the, um, uh, the King of Pop. Uh, okay. She she got hired by Jermaine Jackson and his team to do that. She's worked with Madonna, Shakira, uh, Placebo. Oh, that's incredible. Um, definitely, we got to do a. Uh, she's supposed to co-host with me from time to time, so we got to get you and her and myself um, on a show together. I have a feeling that the bouncing off of energies is going to be phenomenal. Oh yeah, uh, her, absolutely. Her and I were talking about how independent artists are just, you guys are owning 100% of your monies. You are calling 100% of the shots. And people really realizing that you don't have to. I'm not saying with Jules not to. Yeah. But you you really don't have to be signed with anyone major because you guys are really creating or actually not creating, you're reminding the industry what the industry's really about before that came a corporation. I love that you just said that. Uh, it's crazy that you said it because I have not been able to find the words to explain what it is that I've been doing in this transition. Like Steve, like I, I <laughs> realize it's so crazy how you always find the words, <laughs> but I. 
I'm not chasing the labels anymore, you know? Um, I'm not chasing the big artists. I don't really care to work with big artists. I'm not, you know, I'm literally making my own blueprint in my, and putting my own stamp, and I will remain independent for uh, however long, but that's what it's about for me. I, 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 I've gotten to this point where, as I'm even developing myself as an artist, and I'm seeing a lot of great things come together as an independent artist myself, um, that I, I just want to develop other artists and like get them to, you know, uh, get to that point that they want to be at, you know, where they're charting on the billboard and, 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 and getting awards and all of these different things. Like, I just want to put my own stamp without being dependent on the label and, you know, the machine of that, that, that organization. Um, you know, I, I, I just, I want to be my own voice. And, you know, like you said, like, this is what I'm doing uh, as an independent business person. Um, and I, you know, I just produced, uh, co-produced on Leah Janae's album. It's out now. It's called Crooked Love Story. Leah Janae, she's a, and she's a major independent artist. Um, and I, I, I like to use that term major independent because you got to give credit to a lot, to, to a lot of these independent artists that are making great money off their music, um, owning their masters and great fan base. Leah, you know, Leah Janae, she, she started on the final four, um, you know, with, with, with P Diddy and DJ Khaled, Megan Trainer. Um, and, you know, ever since she did that show, uh, she just crushed, you know, she had a, uh, an, an, uh, a sound, of, uh, and an image that just stuck out and, you know, she took advantage of that platform and, you know, it's made her, um, a great representation of what R&B is about. And I was so happy to be a part of her album because it, it's such a great, soulful project um it dropped last night uh it's called crooked love story um and i'm so blessed to be a part of it honestly and i just can't wait to see what she does and i can't wait to see how how great that that project turns out um yeah you know it's it's an amazing feeling um and i think that anytime a producer or a songwriter is working with someone that has yet to become this big thing it just leaves a bigger imprint on your name you know and 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 who you are you know because it says that you know you are the like you are the boss you are this direct like you you made that happen <laughs> you know you didn't need all of these other hierarchy um people to to, to make this thing become big you didn't need a hundred thousand dollar budget to make your artist big, you know, you really just did it out of the pureness of just consistency, great content, and, you know, putting your money where your mouth is and, and, and just building and building and building until that foundation is, you know, um, a dynasty. So with Leah Janae, she's got 10 songs here. Yeah. What, what were you involved in directly? Any one of these specifically uh, or just the whole album? Ballads balance um 
I see it. Yeah, balance. And I was just on her Instagram. Um, so many like she asked, you know, what's the best um song in the album, and I saw a lot of people say balance, <laughs> but th there's there's so many others. I I love the entire um album from 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 start to finish. I love it, but uh, balance is such a vibe, man. She she she's so she's so R&B. She's so R&B. And has that been released on any other station? Has it been played? Uh, well, it just dropped last night, so I'm I'm sure you know. Um, going into this month, August, I'm I'm sure you know it's going to be definitely um you know getting um on the air, and uh you know. She she released it as a single actually. Um during the spring she had released it as a single. Um and then it's such a vibe. I don't know if you want to play it. Well, I've got it right here. So uh Okay. I hope Power 98.5 Satellite Radio is the first one to play Balance. Hey. By Leah Janae. Am I saying that rightly? Leah Janae? Yep. Leah, all right, let's go. Let's play it. There you are. Yeah, we got disconnected. We got disconnected. Sorry. It was just, I hope uh, I can play it through my phone. Let's see here. Let's hope if you get disconnected, call me back. Let's try it again. Uh, let's try it. <laughs> gonna have to. I know you love me. I'm gonna have to pull that up. Let me pull it up this way because it's coming in a little bit too low. I can tell already. She's got an awesome voice. Oh yeah. And I've never heard of her, so I'm glad you brought her up. Oh yeah, ten tracks, man! Already, that's crazy. We're gonna go ahead. Hold on. I want to download that because I want to add that to the Power ninety eight point five playlist, and you can let her know too. Okay, let her know. I'll even. I don't even I have no problem even putting it in my top ten. Now, where are we here? There she is. All right, let's try it this way. There we go. Uh oh, wait. What's that? Oh, one second, one second. I know you love. I said balance. I said balance. I meant to say good girl, but balance is a vibe too. Okay. Hold on. I wanted you to play balance, but you can you, you can play good girl if you want to. I mean, right. yeah, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to have fun here. There's no rules. This is the hookup we got. <laughs> you know, this is my station. This is, hey, our listeners aren't going anywhere. They're here paying attention and ready to uh, get down and, you know, vibe with us. So you said good girl. Yeah. All right, here we go.
like it. Hey. It's nice. nice i like her we got to get her on live on air with steven cuoco too seriously she's got some talent man yeah talent she's young she's young well her and jules i'm serious you got to get the hookup i mean seriously uh this is what i'm talking about this is with the this reminds me now i didn't grow up in this generation but the you know back when Elvis and Rolling Stones and you know Beatles not it was Queen and all them like that's that's Man. what I grew up with in 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 my generation you know being an eighties kid still that music mm-hmm. was played all the time that's what this music reminds me of it's just clean it's free it's freedom it's freedom of expression there it's not uh, so manufactured like you can feel the soul in it. Thank you. Now, so is Good Girl the one that you did, or Balance yeah. is also Balance? Uh, good Girl, Good Girl, good girl okay. yeah, yeah. I, I had my t- my titles mixed up because <laughs> I originally it's funny because originally I had about like six songs on that project, 
Um, but I think she's going to put them on another album or an extended project. Um, yeah, because I, 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 in the beginning, um, I, I had like so many. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that with, with albums, you know, with, with artists and the team, you know, you got to kind of make a final cut, pick and choose. Okay, maybe we should save this for the uh, next project. Maybe we should pull this one. We should put this in there. So, you know, um, it, it turned out great. I, I love the entire project. Um, you should definitely listen to the entire thing when you get a chance. Oh, I will. And, and honestly, uh, when we get done, um, I'm going to grab something to eat and then I'm going to add both good girl and balance to the power 98.5 playlist. And what I will do, absolutely. Since it's so current 2020, I will, uh, add good girl to the top 40. Oh, I'm going to write that down right now. So add good girl to top. 40. That will be done today, and I have no problem texting and letting you know, and uh, it'll just populate. won't take too long. Um, so it, we are already uh, – the top 40 would be running right now, but obviously we're live on the show. So it will definitely uh, play in starting in tomorrow's top 40, and the top 40 starts at 12 o'clock. I have it running, I believe, from 12 to 4, four hours of the uh, – constant replay for the top 40. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I try to keep it commercial free too. So it doesn't have all that jibber jabber in there. And I'm not talking in between the tracks. I will get into a place to where I'm going to drop it, but because the app and, uh, the playlist show up, uh, it, mm-hmm. all the details are there. So I want like basically less talking and more to where, okay, someone's got their phone. They're listening to it on Alexa. They can ask her what's currently playing. If you're listening at listening on the app, it shows you right there. It'll show the art cover, um, the name, the information. So I figure, you know what, why do I need to tell people what they're listening to when they can just look at their phone? Yeah, <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't need to oversell something. I mean, it's about the music. It's not about me in the top 40. That's why all of you guys are there or, or you know, definitely now with, uh, uh, with good girl. Now it's going to be playing. Um, yeah. Uh, how do you feel? I'm like, after listening to that song, feeling the groove, we covered a lot. And, uh, this was a really great interview. You did very, very well. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. How Seriously. do you feel? Um, I feel I feel great. I, f- I feel like, you know, this is part of um my stepping stone. Um and that song it, it just it just puts you in, in 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 such high energy. Um you know, like you said, like it it's feel good, it's clean. And it it really makes me um just want to keep making songs like that. You know, the, the, the commercialized stuff is cool. You know, everyone loves it. Um, but it, it, it just, something about a song that just does something for your spirit. You know, you, you just, you can never get tired of those types of records. Um, I'm also working with, uh, well, I said it earlier, with Susie. Um, and I mean, me and Susie got some stuff I got to show you. Um even her, I uh, can't wait to to um, get our our work out. Um, it's funny that you said um, '80s because I just did a uh, 
I just did a, a, a reference track for a particular artist. I don't want to say any names, um, but they're because they haven't announced that they were going to do their album. Um, so I don't want to spoil that. But some major artists. Um, he's dope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I just I, I just did a um, song and he's doing uh, an entire 80s vibe album. Um, entire projects caters to the 80s so i literally i had got the phone call to do his album um they had locked me in two spots um and i had to have something like last minute i had nothing 80s nothing at all um so i had to just hurry up three in three in the morning um working on some stuff and i was just pulling samples like madonna bill collins um so many different artists just going through what am I going to sample? What am I going to sample? Um, and I finally got the sound that I was looking for. Um, and I hope that it makes it on the project. Um, I hope it does, but yeah. Um, I love the eighties. The eighties was definitely, uh, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun era. I wish I could have been there. (laughs) It was a really, really, uh, awesome era to be honest. Uh, you know, it was during a time of, you know, Debbie Gibson and Motley Crue yeah. and Poison, like, I mean, whether country, pop, rock, every, here's the thing with the 80s, every single music genre was booming. Every yeah. single music genre. Didn't happen in the it's 90s, true. didn't happen in the 2000s. You know, when you think of the US, it's all, you know, pop and stuff. Like, what happened to rock? Um, that's the best thing is you were not deprived of music geniuses when it came to the eighties. I'm going to say it started to change, um, for me, what I noticed the early nineties, I'm going to say really after when Nirvana started coming out and the music industry started to change, it was still there. You were still getting the eighties vibe in the early nineties, but I'm going to have to say that are probably about. 95 96 definitely around 97 there was a huge shift in the music industry and to be quite honest um i think it got a lot more pedophile-ish because Mm. when britney spears came out christina aguilera you know it's i saw you know you know young guys young girls in the industry get you know pimped out in a way if if you know to be quite honest that's the best way that i can put it it's like it wasn't about the artists it was like selling child child porn to me not that they were yeah, doing it, it was like, crazy what was britney spears needing to be on the ground for in that outfit it just i think that there were things that could have been done a lot better i just seen children being positioned in a way to where it wasn't so much about just the music. It had to me an underlining sexual tone. And I just like, I could care less if they were 16 or if they were 20, it had a young child vibe. And I didn't, I, it was very weird, even though I was still a kid at the time, it was still very weird to see, you know, it go in that direction. Do you, know, yeah. do you get what I'm saying? And then, yeah, and then Lil' Kim just took it to a whole other level. And then after that, <laughs> you just had the vulgar music to a whole different level. Mm. Yeah. 
But you know, you know what? You guys continue to take back to power, do what you're doing, just like with with uh, Jules is doing, uh, what Leia is doing. It's uh, incredible yeah. to see how you're able to identify yourself and your narrative to yeah. what it means to you, um, and to be able to sell and promote and to honor yourself. And the yeah. gift of being a, pro- a producer and a musician in your industry in on your terms and in a way that you want it so that it's not so overly processed to where it's not porned out to where it's not solicited out in a manner that takes away from your, once again, your true narrative. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy that you said that because... Uh, It really does compliment. Um, I, when it comes to music, like how you mentioned with Jules, um, I keep, I like to keep my personal music, like what I would do for myself. I like to keep it clean, smooth. You know, like I have this old soul and I, I, I want to incorporate the newer sound with the old because I grew up on older music. You know, I mean, my vibe as far as style and fashion is, you know, I, I'm big on the 60s. I love the look in the 60s. I love the older eras of music. Um, so for me, I like to stay as clean as possible. I can do the whole, you know, uh, ratchet music and commercial stuff. I can, you know, d- do a bunch of cursing, talk about sex. I can do all the vulgar. I can do all of it. You know, I can I can be that versatile creative person but um if it's an artist that i'm working with particularly that i'm developing um and i'm giving them that sound like jules uh i want to make him clean you know i don't want him in that same category like all the other artists that are talking about the same stuff and even if he is talking about you know uh romance i want it to be like he has this gentleman approach. Uh, wait till you hear Bad Habit. You know, it just, it has that new school, school swag, but his tone is clean. He's smooth. You know, he just has this, like, just such a different approach to to love in the, in the song. Um, and that's the same type of, you know, uh, manner that I like to, that I, I like to have. Um, you know, I, I just grew up on on just, a, you know, a, like old fashioned. Um, and I just I love that. The, just I love being sexy with class. Um, always have. And now you're showing it a lot more on your Instagram, which I'm very happy about. Because those <laughs> pictures, man, you got to go to choices, choice his Instagram page because whoo, got some Prince vibe and energy going on there. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm I trying. like it. It's really, really well done. It's not over sexualized. It's very classy. It looks editorial. And we all know. Can I drop the gem that you uh, you want to get involved with Fashion Nova? Yeah, hell yeah. I definitely <laughs> want to get with you know. I want to get with some brands, man. I want to get with some brands and, and and start you know modeling and and really just putting the image, you know, on a bigger platform. Um, you know, cause I feel like I, I have that look. I feel like I have that energy. I feel like I'm like a young usher. <laughs> like, I feel like I just, 
you know, I have a refreshing sound, a refreshing look. And I just think that I have a different type of captivity when it comes to my voice, the music that I do. Um, you know, I, I think that me as an artist, um, I just blend well, but I blend well in my own lane. You know, I don't have to do what everyone else is doing. I don't have to talk about designer and Gucci and Balenciaga. I, I don't I don't have to do any of that. And I can still sound in the now. Well, like I told you before, you don't have to talk about Gucci because you are Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, I like that. Well, I'm going to honestly say, my friend, it's been a great episode. And yes, sir. Uh, we've got to get, once again, Jules on, Leah on. And once again, when is Bad Habits dropping again? Bad Habits is dropping July 11th. Okay. So, what I like to on do is stay on stream platforms. Stay on the, the line with, uh, with me, and, you know going to be getting off soon just hold on the line um because i definitely want to correlate with you about that we can look into getting uh getting jules on uh dropping that beat onto power 98.5 and uh go from there all right perfect any closing thoughts any additional shout outs you want to give before we go um, I want to give a major shout out to one of my co-writers that's been working with me interning, um, Michael Dukes and Gabriela Ramirez. Um, major shout out to them because they have been really, really killing it. And, you know, this is their first year. Um, and they've just been, you know, they've been learning a lot and, 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 and doing so much. Um, another shout out to my engineer, um, Ryan Quattrochi, I love you. You're the best, bro. Um, I want to give a shout out to my mom, my family. I love y'all, my friends. Um, shout out to my best friend, Maya. Shout out to um, one of my great friends that I, I had the pleasure of uh, working with on, on some songs. We got a, over 100,000 streams uh, for our single called New Girl. Shout out to Million Dollar Capo. Um, and shout out to Steve Coco. Shout out to Steve oh, because Steve is Steve's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And I want to thank you guys for having me. Um, seriously, I, I really had a great time. It's you're you've got a home here, so remember that. Appreciate you so much. Appreciate you. Like seriously, um, you you just you you just keep me in such a great <laughs> spirit, you know, um. And it's important to have that. Well, we're going to stay more active. You know what? No matter what's going on out there in the world, we cannot stop doing what we are doing. You can control, you know, where you want to go, whether you wear a mask or you don't want to wear a mask. But business doesn't have to stop. Creativity doesn't have to stop. Networking doesn't have to stop. Doing what we're doing, you know, that's this is why I started power 98.5 is for this reason for for uh people like you for creatives such as yourself that are out there to give you a voice 
Um, once again, one of the taglines to the radio station choice is where your voice matters. And, um, you know, let's, you know, stop with the, the corporate things, um, you know, that that's happening, that's causing restrictions. But if they still want to do that and go in that direction, you know, you and I, we're going to be going in another direction and everyone else is yep. that are like-minded like us. We're going to be going over here. And if you don't want to help out and be supportive, you're claiming to be a radio station, you're claiming to be this platform, you're claiming to be that platform, you know, in support of, you know, these musicians, producers, directors, writers will show it. They don't need to be under Sony. They don't need to be, you guys don't need to be under a contract with Atlantic Records just so you can get airtime at iHeart or airtime at Cumulus Media or wherever else. Bring you in, independent or not. Get you guys in the studio, start dropping the songs. You guys don't need to be on Billboard in order for you to be having any sort of status. Go by the quality of the music and the art and the artist that's where it should begin and that's where it should end and if no one is doing that well (laughs) people like yourself choice is going to continue to take back the power you're going to continue to build in numbers and you're going to show what it's all about and you're going to create a empire not corporation an empire of freedom personal expression and to be able to do it in a way to monetize your deliverables for your fans, for yourselves, for each other, and bring business back to where it was once before, but better. Yes. But better. I love that. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5. My dear friend, award-winning producer, singer, songwriter, choice, sincere, Swartz. Thank you guys for having me again. I love y'all. Um, stay tuned for more. We love you too.